This is Monty in the Morning, the show Phoenix Magazine readers voted number one talk radio show in Arizona. Number one during your morning commute. Number one whenever news breaks during your day. And number one whenever and wherever you want to talk sports. Now it's time for Monty in the Morning. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? It's Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. What a crazy day yesterday. Yeah. We have got game four of the Western Conference Finals. Jake got it wrong again. As per usual, I was right. You're a fucking idiot. Thank you. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Appreciate <laughs> it. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, just kidding. I was told yesterday again that I cursed too much. Yeah, well, fuck them. You know what It I mean? makes me think less of the show when you curse well, like that. that, that uh, great, great. There, there go, are other shows. Go watch Locked On Jazz. I don't, like, wow. cool, dude. Like, I don't care, bro. I'm, wow, not, I'm, wow. not, I'm not in a in an accepting mood today, I'll be honest with you. Picked up 30 new subscribers on the show yesterday as we uh, work towards uh, 5,000 subscribers to give away this PlayStation 5. Um, we are giving away a $250, uh, Maverick gift card so that you can have free gas. I know that life is expensive. We are more fortunate than some so that we want to give back to you guys. That's why we give so many things away. Uh, gave away another t-shirt yesterday and was happy to do it. Um, you guys, I'm telling you, we love that you're here. We appreciate it. You guys pay attention to the show. Thank you so much for doing that. Make sure you shop our affiliate links. Make sure you hit subscribe. Give us a thumbs up. We're going to announce the winner of the uh, Maverick gift card on Saturday. Uh, we are going to give away the PlayStation 5 when we get to 5,000 subs. Subs. Make it flip and happen. By the way, please subscribe to us on TikTok. The very first person who subscribes to me on tip TikTok off of this show and says, I saw you on YouTube I'm subscribed to you. I follow you on TikTok and I subscribe to the YouTube channel. I will send you a free t-shirt today. Today, you thirsty MFers. Today! All you have to do is be the first one. Comment on my TikTok channel. Follow me and subscribe to this channel. And say, hey, Monty, saw you on YouTube. I'm sending you a shirt today. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. All right. Without further ado, mm-hmm. uh, let's talk about Donovan Mitchell in the Utah Jazz. Um, hate to say it every day. Well, I don't, actually. We're right about everything. How about that? Well, we're not right about <laughs> everything. But yesterday, Bleacher Reports, Jake Fisher, who generally puts on delay six weeks what we report and then reports it, um, reported yesterday that Donovan Mitchell is committed to the Utah Jazz through the summer. I'm not really sure what that means. I actually like Jake Fisher's work. I read him quite a bit. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know what that means committed to the Jazz through the summer. What I can tell you is what we've been reporting um, since the turn of winter. Whatever that means. Yeah. We reported in December and January all the way back then, that Donovan Mitchell has been told by the Utah Jazz, Ryan Smith and Danny Ainge have told Donovan Mitchell directly they are going to build this team around him. They will spare no expense to win a championship with Donovan Mitchell and that they are going to dramatically remake this roster and that he is the only person that is untradeable. 
They have rebuffed offers, as we reported at the NBA trade deadline. The New York Knicks called the Utah Jazz repeatedly to inquire about Donovan's availability. The Utah Jazz said he was not available and did not entertain the conversation. Donovan Mitchell has told the Utah Jazz that the only caveat for him being a Jazz man is that he does not want to go through a prolonged rebuilding process where he is on a losing team for multiple years in a row. Mm -hmm. Three, four years in a row where they don't win. They don't compete. They're not a playoff team. The Utah Jazz, Ryan Smith specifically told Donovan Mitchell that was not going to happen, that they were going to do everything that they could do to remake this roster, to build to his strengths as a player, put talent around him that helps Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz win a championship. So yesterday, Jake Fisher at Bleacher Report reported that Donovan Mitchell is committed to the Utah Jazz through the summer. Mm -hmm. And I'm not trying to be any kind of a jerk about this, Jake. I don't know what committed to the Jazz through the summer means. But talking to people around the NBA yesterday, talking to my Jazz sources yesterday, nothing has changed. Nothing. And to further, you know, expound on this point, I was told yesterday by sources at the Utah Jazz that conversations with both Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert have been open, they have been honest, and they have been ongoing. Mm -hmm. That this year was a very different, you know, postseason checkout year in that they didn't have one single, you know, postseason meeting. That they have continuing conversations, which is not surprising, is not, you know, should not be odd. That's what you do with your star talent. But these continuing national reports that Donovan's demanded a trade, that Rudy Gobert is told the Jazz it's him or Donovan, could not be further from the truth. Yeah. Could not be further from the truth. I will again reiterate what we have reported about these two guys, Donovan Mitchell and Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert has told the Utah Jazz directly, I want to be a Jazz man, but I am open to a trade. Mm -hmm. I, Rudy Gobert told the Jazz he is frustrated that he is a scapegoat on defense. He feels like there is a lack of accountability from Quinn Snyder and the coaching staff down to the players about effort, energy, efficiency on defense. And Rudy Gobert is frustrated that he is not a larger part of the offense. He has never demanded a trade from the Jazz. He has never said, if Donovan's here, I won't be. None of that has ever happened, at least not to this point on Wednesday, May 25th, 2022. Mm -hmm. Donovan and Rudy have not demanded trades. And again, if we're going to sit here and um, talk about what is, is happening with this team, they have a plan in place. There is nothing currently in the works to trade either one of those players. The Jazz have zero intention or appetite to trade Donovan Mitchell. And they are just now playing the waiting game in the NBA. Once the playoffs end, once the finals are over, once the draft happens and you get into free agency, that's when I think you're going to see moves. I think the Jazz are going to do what they can do to trade back into the NBA draft. It's going to be very difficult. I think they know it's going to be very difficult. And from what I understand, they realize that they have some young talent on the roster and that this roster is probably not best served by bringing in um, you know, lots of young players that they are going to go out and they are going to try and acquire proven NBA talent on the wings. 
that's what their main purpose and goal this offseason is. Yeah, and I think that, you know, the the best point you make there is that, you know, they're playing the waiting game. Right now, you're just waiting for things to end so that you can start taking action and, 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 and you know, creating the team that, that you want the Jazz to be. And, and that's why I say, like, it, this isn't, you know, like, with all due respect to, to Fisher over a Bleacher Report and everything, I agree, does good work. Like, this is this narrative and this conversation – for those of you who listen every day and for those of you who follow the show, you know we've been talking about it for months, and the plan is unchanged. And, and frankly, I will go a step further and say that we've also heard that there is some frustration with some things that get reported about the team, and, and you know whether that's locally or nationally. you know, And, and that's why I say like you, you have to understand that this time of year, you're going to see this a lot, in my opinion. You're going to see – Oh well, Don's going to the Knicks, or or or, or they're going to trade Rudy to the Warriors, even though that's never going to happen. You know, like even though the Jazz would never send a, 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 an All Defensive guy, a Defensive Player of the Year guy, like a guy of that caliber, you're never going to send that guy to a team that you're likely going to have to beat the next three, four seasons to accomplish your goal. Why would you do that? That like that doesn't make any sense. So so my point here is just that yeah, the plan is to build around Don. My firm belief and the show's belief is that they're going to trade Rudy Gobert once things are finished up uh, in this league calendar year and, and the new year comes around and everything's going. And that's what's going to play out. And I, and I think the hard part about this time of year is guys who are not playing are not doing media availability. You know, that's the one thing in season that's an advantage for a player. When things are said in season – you can hop on the mic the next day and say, hey, this is what it actually is. This is what this is A plus B equals Donovan Mitchell is going to be a Utah Jazz man. But they can't do that right now. So and we're not going to see the Rudy Gobert sit down interview or the Don sit down interview. We're just we just don't see that too much. So that's why I say when you see these reports and you hear things like Don to the Knicks or Rudy to the Warriors or whatever the case may be, just understand what time of year it is, because I don't think most of that stuff is true. I think what's true is Rudy's going to get shipped out east. Don's going to be here, and they're just going to have to make the best of it in terms of what this team's going to look like based on what they can do in the draft and in the trade market. Yeah, and I, I think the hard part is separating facts from fiction. And you know what? Uh, we talk about it a lot with the local media here. I think the national guys get so much more information than the local guys do because their relationships are better. Frankly, you know, again, I look at guys like, you know, Woj or Shams or guys like Tim McMahon. They have better relationships at the Jazz than the local guys do. And it creates frustration amongst the fan base because you don't have a, a consistent flow of information on this team. You really don't. And the issue is that in most major markets, and I would go as far as to say the Lakers, Bulls, Knicks, Celtics, you have local guys that are invested in those teams. So you have a consistent message. You have consistent information. You know what's going on with those teams and those players on a regular basis. And I think that's part of the problem in Salt Lake City is that you don't have that mm -hmm. because we are such a different town than just about every other town in the NBA. And so when you see guys like Jake Fisher, and, and again, I'm trying to figure out, and maybe this is just me, I don't know, 
What does committed to the Jazz through the summer mean? Uh, that was the other thing. Like, logically speaking, it, do it doesn't mean anything. Like, with all due respect, like, if you look at the timeline of, a, of, of, of the NBA and, like, and like free agency and the trade market and everything. So he's committed to the Jazz through the summer. So is that to say that Donovan Mitchell is 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 not committed to the team next season? Is that what that means? Like like I'm not trying to play semantics, but when you say, "Hey, he's committed to the team through the summer." Okay, does that mean that Donovan Mitchell just hasn't requested a trade and that he's going to be here next season? That's what I'm saying when you kind of look into the statements that are made, we're telling you He's going to be here. They're going to build around him, and they're likely going to have to move Rudy, Bogey, and you may even see Mike Conley go, but that's kind of on the fence depending on the conversation they're having with whatever team it is. That's what we've been telling you definitively for, like, what, probably the last 100 days on the show? Like, that's what we've been telling you. Easily. So when I hear, hey, he's committed to the team through the summer, that doesn't really tell us anything. That's different than saying, Hey, well, well, he didn't request a trade, and Don's gonna be here through the duration of this this extension that he got, or 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 Don is not not on the trade block. It's a non-starter. The Jazz are are committed to him, and he's committed to the team, you know, for the foreseeable future. Okay, that's different. Then I can work with that. I can say, okay, okay, so Don's gonna be here. It's kind of everybody else that they're working with. So that's my what point. What does that even mean? Man? He's committed like, just through so the summer. Strange. Like with NBA timelines, it does not make sense. And that's why I'm saying I'm not – this isn't the bag on Jake Fisher show or like say that Bleacher Report guys don't know what they're talking about. But all I'm saying is that it's silly season right now. Rudy to the Warriors. Don's committed to the team through the summer. These things don't make sense. They don't pan out logically, and that's why I don't believe them. Yeah, I think when you hear stuff like, oh, the Jazz are going to trade Rudy to the Warriors, like, how do you know? Like, the, do you really think the Warriors are focused on their summer plans? But just think about what they'd have to give up for that even to be a conversation. And, and the mountains you would have to move to make that a reality. Like, it's just crazy. And when I talk about, like, what does it mean committed to the Jazz through the summer? Oh, well, he's going to wait and see what the Jazz do in free agency? Okay, and then what? <laughs> right. Like, do you think they're trading Donovan Mitchell in September? Do you think they're trading Donovan Mitchell October, November, December? They're not. What the fuck are you talking about? Do you think Don's going to go to Ryan Smith in September and say, yeah, I want to go to the Knicks? What? Think about how little <laughs> sense that makes. You don't commit to your team through the summer. Yeah. Like, are you waiting to see what they're going to do in the draft? Here's the part that guys like Jake Fisher don't understand. Donovan Mitchell is part of the planning process. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell is not just chilling, waiting for, you know, Woj and Shams and Jake Fisher and anybody else to tweet about what's happening in his career. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell doesn't use his agent to talk to Ryan Smith. Donovan Mitchell talks to Ryan Smith directly. He talks to Dwayne Wade on occasion. This is not a thing where he's up in the in the air wondering, well, goddamn, are we really trading Rudy Gobert to Golden State? He knows that's not happening. Yeah. So the idea that Don is committed through the summer makes zero sense. And I, again, I'm not trying to sit here and rip Jake Fisher, but I got to be honest with you. I'm a little burned out on national guy tweeting something that makes absolutely no sense. You're not that guy, pal. Trust me. It's, you're not that guy. It's simply not 
true. Yeah. It, it Like Donovan Mitchell has never said to the Jazz, I asked point blank yesterday, what is committed to the summer mean? Through the summer mean? And people that Jazz were like, we have no idea what that could even be related to. And I did lob a call into to Donovan Mitchell's camp. They did not get back to me. Yeah. Not a surprise. Yeah. We're nobody. I totally understand that. Yeah. Right? But everybody I've talked to about Donovan Mitchell in the summer laughs about that. Because it's not the summer. You don't commit through this, the dude, summer. This isn't LeBron and the decision 10 years ago. No. Like, like let's like, like let's be really clear about what's happening here. The 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 whole thing here, the reason the true reason that this whole idea of him being committed through the summer is a is a crock of crap in my opinion is because the the problem is is these conversations about Donovan Mitchell's future and maybe some frustrations that were had dude these were happening in December in January dude if a player is going to ask for a trade it's not going to be at the end of the season after you just got ran your ass ran off the court by Dallas it's not going to be at that time that's not how it works. And and we uh, we told you and again this is the essence of YouTube. You can go back and find it on 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 the channel. We told you, "Hey, Donovan Mitchell, Ryan Smith, and Danny Ainge have a good working relationship and Don is here because Ryan Smith and Danny Ainge committed to him that there would be no expense spared in building a team around him to put him in a position to make deep playoff runs over the next 3 to 5 seasons." They're trying to send a message to Donovan Mitchell that, hey, man, we know that right now it's not working. We know it's not just your relationship with Rudy or that dynamic. That's not even really what you're worried about. You're worried about not winning and going through a rebuild and wasting years of your career on a losing team like the Orlando Magic. You don't want to be part of that situation, and we understand that. So here's what we're going to do about it. We're going to, to, to spend the money. We're going to be a luxury tax team to get this team into a position to 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 make deep postseason runs with you at the center of it. So that's why I say this conversation isn't happening now. It's been had. It's been done. It's they're they're way past that now. That's why yeah. that's why saying, hey, he's committed through the summer is absolutely ridiculous. Cause that's not that's not where they are. They're 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 at Hey, Don, you got to work on your mid-range game. You got to work on your leadership. You got to work on your legs. Come back with stacked legs, a mid-range jumper, and we will come back with players for you to work with to go further in the playoffs. That's where they are. Yeah, and I, I, I just think that you have to take all of this with a grain of salt. And again, I, I just I want to reiterate, we've been reporting this since December. We have been, I straight up said at the trade deadline that the Utah Jazz were were open for business on everybody but Donovan Mitchell. Um, I believe we said that January 28th. Mm -hmm. um, I tweeted a video clip from this show yesterday. It's on my Twitter feed, The Monty Show, M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show, where we laid all this out. This is not new. This is not shocking. Nothing has changed yeah. with Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz. Nothing of significance. He has not demanded a trade. He has not committed to the team through summer. <laughs> It's just simply not accurate. Yeah. So I would, again, take this all with a with a grain of salt. Let's uh, get your thoughts in here. Um, good morning. Uh, Gene Streamer Gamer says, good morning, gents. James Knight says, morning, guys. God bless the victims. Dude, I, I, I and this isn't about you, James. 
and we're gonna get into it in a minute. This is has nothing to do with you. I am not here for condolences and I don't want to hear about thoughts of thoughts I don't, and prayers. Dude, I, I don't want to see I don't want to see LeBron. I don't want to see Matthew McConaughey. I don't want to see anybody coming out saying, Hey, oh, this is such a horrible thing. There is a bill, and this is and we're gonna play Steve Kerr here in a couple minutes, but this doesn't need to happen anymore. And guys like LeBron James need to do something about it. So continue. Yeah. We'll talk about that in a minute. Um James and I appreciate you. Tanner Plummer says, Hey guys. Hey hey guys. He hey guys. He, 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 he hey guys. Yeah. Hey guys. Guy, it's one hey guys. button. Can you just hit the button once? Hey guys. Thank you. <laughs> uh LOL Monty, I'm offended by your language. If that was the case, I would have stopped listening a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. You know what? The four letter uh the four letter bomb is not new on the show. No. Nope. I, I freely admit. We use some colorful language. Yeah. It is what it is. Uh, 5K is near, man. Can't wait, Gene Streamer Gamer says. It is. And, and a, you know, one of the things I appreciate is that you guys do support the show and you listen every day. Thank you. Because um, the, the growth on the channel, we've been on this channel for just about a year. To add 4,000 subscribers to a channel in a year is pretty we should, remarkable. We should, real quick on that. So, for those of you who only know us from YouTube, we were doing this show. We've been doing this show for like five years. Yeah. And we were doing it on Twitter uh, on a platform called Periscope, which is powered by Twitter, which got shut down. So we've only actually been on YouTube for like he was just saying for like a year now. So yeah. that's what I'm saying. This this show is still in his baby steps. It's still young, but it's it's moving. It's absolutely moving for yeah. sure. And, and it's crazy to think back to the days where, you know, like in 2015 when we were doing shows <laughs> – you know, with an iPhone camera and like, it's amazing the way that this show has evolved. Like we were looking at old clips, um, of the show last night Yeah, and the camera work and the fat <laughs> or chins. lack thereof. Yeah. The, the <laughs> lack of lighting and you know, your very punchable face. I think mm, isn't mama, it hillbillies. doesn't Eric C always say that yeah, you I have, I have, the most, I have the most punchable face on YouTube and I'm fine with I that. That's that. fine. That's Rudy fine. Sanchez says morning fellas. You guys have corrected. You guys have correct on a lot of things. Keep working that magic. Thanks. Appreciate that. Uh, Tanner says, quote, we're not right about everything. Wait, what? You're admitting hey you're wrong sometimes. Am I dreaming? No, Tanner. Uh, I don't believe I've ever admitted to being wrong about anything because it's never happened. Donnie, please. I, I'm I think. Uh, Eric C says, pinch yourself, Tanner, LOL. Uh, <laughs> Teddy Wayman says, morning. Q Sam, St. Louis Blues fans not exposed on Nassim Kadri's situation. No. Got exposed on the yeah. How about that? Yeah, Kadri is is owning them. But the racist bombs that Blues fans threw at wait are, are, Nassim Kadri oh, oh, are disgusting. Hold on, to are me. we really surprised? With all due respect, if we have anyone in St. Louis listening, are we really surprised that St. Louis sports fans are lobbing racist bombs? Okay, so if you don't know, because it's hockey and nobody watches hockey, um, um, if you don't know. Nassim Kadri, who is a Toronto Maple Leaf, now Colorado Avalanche, has routinely, you know, done damage to the St. Louis Blues over his career. I mean, right. there have been times where he's gotten run out of that town. Like, and, and he's ha he has some history with them. He got into a, a scrape with them, um, you know, a, a, two games ago, and then 
he comes back the next night. They take a run at him and miss. And so he replies with a hat trick. <laughs> and like he dominated Owned. them Owned. On, on their own on their own ice. Yeah. And it was pretty remarkable to watch. And then St. Louis Blues fans decided to get racist and decided to get ugly and nasty on social media. Yeah. With his family. Yeah. And I mean, like it's come on. And it's, you know, I worked in St. Louis. It's a lovely town, and most fans in St. Louis are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a very religious Catholic town. But, my God, there is some savagery there. It is, it, And if you know St. Louis sports at all, you know this is not surprising. Yeah. It's not surprising at all. Q Sam, good to see you. Brandon Whiteside says, Don isn't worth the drama. Time to move him while his value is high. Same with Rudy. Same with Conley and O'Neal. They should drive prices up. How do you do that with Rudy Gobert, who got massively exposed the last two years? How do you do that with Bogey and Conley, who just have not been very good the last two years? I mean, Mike Conley's value is probably at a career low right now. How do you drive up Royce O'Neal's value? At this point, you've gone too far. You've waited too long. And again, something I said last year. Not remaking this roster a year ago was a huge mistake that you are paying for right now because Bogey, Clarkson, the, the, we watched the video on the day that Mike Conley signed his extension <laughs> or re-signed with this team. Yeah, That was a mistake. And we told you that day it was. That was a mistake. Yeah. That contract is going to haunt you. Yeah. And I think it's going to be very difficult to move. You're going to have to eat some. So there's no driving up value on those guys. There's not. Um, you know, it, it is, it's remarkable. Eric C says the jazz community in Bleacher Report is hilarious. I don't read Bleacher Report. I have the app and you know why I use Bleacher Report? Their, their soccer coverage, their coverage of the EPL. I'm trying to get into RSL because so many fans have, so many fans of the show are RSL fans. And I am pretty consistently asked my thoughts on RSL and, I'm trying. Anyway, here nor there. Bleacher Report offers really good English Premier League coverage. I'm a huge Chelsea football fan. So that's what I read Bleacher Report for. I really don't read much else yeah. outside of that. I, it's a it's a community-based platform, frankly, that I don't think has a whole lot of credibility. They do some pretty good NFL draft stuff, but other than that, I just consume it for um, – EPL. I mean, where do you get your NBA news from? Um, Twitter, most of the time. I mean, that 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 first initial, hey, this happened, or I mean, yeah. I, well, first I should say most of the stuff that like the main stuff that happens, I watch it live. I mean, most of the time. I mean, in season, it's kind of hard to do that because there's like 20 games or whatever going on at once. But you know, any if you watch the game enough, you know what matchups. Even if it's you know the random matchup, you know what matchups are going to probably put out some news. So that's why I say like most of the time. You'll catch it live if you're us. But then I think, yeah, I think Twitter is probably the main the main thing. And I, I, I'll go on the record and say I don't enjoy Twitter, but it has a no. purpose. It ha- absolutely has a purpose. Well, and I, you know, I think the interesting thing about the NBA is the NBA is is a culture on Twitter. Like it yeah. is absolutely the guys that you want to interact with are on Twitter. I mean, um, and as far as news goes, like I still think Adrian Wojnarowski is the best in the business. Um, I obviously I follow him. I follow Shams like Tim McMahon is fantastic. Yeah, I think ESPN does the best NBA coverage. Other than that, 
there's not a whole lot of people that that you can follow. There's not a whole lot of like Sam Amick, Bleacher Report, uh, or uh, The Athletic, excuse me. Uh, Tony Jones, obviously, I talk about almost every See, day. It's not about the publication, to your point. Like, it's about no, the it's guy. No, it's the guy. Yeah, it's the guy. It's the guy. Yeah. Um, so that's why I say, like, you know, with all due respect to the, you know, to the jazz rumor mill this offseason so far, like, who's the big heavy hitter NBA circles putting out ridiculous rumors on the jazz? Not Woj. There's not anybody doing it. Yeah. Like, if you look at Woj, if you look at Chams, if you look at Tim McMahon, like, it, the reason that you don't see people that are plugged in with the jazz putting out news every single week is because there's not a lot to report right now. Yeah. And the As reason there shouldn't be at, exactly right. Like, you're in, you're in dead zone right it's now internal. for teams that are, yeah. For teams that are not in the NBA playoffs, there's not news to talk about at this moment. And I think that's why you see people reporting that, Oh, it's him or me. Okay. You're grasping at straws. Yeah. I mean, and, and and what you're going to see routinely, and again, I am going to do it this time, but like when you look at our news that we've reported, note that a week later, two weeks later, an avalanche of national guys report that same story. You pay attention, you'll see it. Where's the national reporting on him or me from Rudy Gobert? Where's the national story on, hey, it's, it's Donovan Mitchell's committed to the Jazz through the summer? Where's the national story from Woj on Don going to the Knicks? It's not, not happened. It's not there. It's not happened. But you look at the fact that we said that, hey, Rudy Gobert is, you know, he's a guy that the Jazz would move. All of a sudden, Dallas and Golden State and all, you know, Toronto, all these teams have interest. Charlotte. There was a story on Charlotte that was done that said they might even have interest. Look at when, look at when we said, hey, the Knicks have called the Jazz. Yeah. Oh, like everybody ran with that. Pretty much confirmed it. Look yeah. at the Marcus Smart trade. Who had the Marcus Smart trade? that the Jazz were trying to acquire Marcus Smart first. We yeah. did. And what I the reason I say this, not to point out how right we are, because I am good-looking. You get that. I think you already know that. It's part of the reason you watch the show every day. You are what you are. You know, I'm, I'm a sexy man. But the point is, we don't report things that we don't know or that we're unsure about. Yeah. We don't, we just, we don't guess. We don't make stuff up. Yeah. That's why our stories have been pretty good. Look at the Kalani Sataki extension. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I can go all the way back to October, September on that story. Look at the Big 12 story. Look at the Jackson Dart story. Like, we don't report things we don't know about. So, this stuff with committed through the summer, him or me, like, I'm just, I'm warning you, stop running with that. I, You know, I get 20 DMs yesterday on, oh, did you see this story? And it's like, okay. Cool, man. Because it's garbage. It just is what it is. Uh, yeah. Rudy Sanchez says, maybe he's saying Mitchell is waiting to see what moves the Jazz make this summer to make any decisions. There's no decision for Donovan Mitchell to make. See, and I think this is really, really important. Not that that's such a bad take. I understand why it's you not. would say that. But I think it's really important that we're all on the same page about, about this point we're trying to make. The waiting, uh, he's committed through summer, that concept, doesn't work. The puzzle pieces don't fit together. He would if he dude, if he was going to move, he would have already demanded a trade. He would have already go been in with front that. Of that. Go with that. If you're Donovan Mitchell, are you demanding a trade in August or September? What good does that do you? Think about it. As an NBA player, and it's so funny, OTAs in the NFL are going on right now. OTAs are happening right now. And there was this whole thing about how, you know, uh, Aaron Rodgers isn't going to be at OTAs because he's Aaron Rodgers and doesn't need to be there. 
If you're Donovan Mitchell, are you really going to request a trade in August when camp starts? And I think it's September or whenever Look it starts. Look at Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray. Kyler Murray is Perfect not example. reporting to OTAs. He is not participating with the with the Arizona Cardinals because he wants a new deal. But who is? Khalil Mack is at Chargers camp. Khalil Mack is there. He's on a new team. He needs to be there. He knows that. So Don's not going anywhere, Guys man. play the leverage game. Yeah. Guys play the leverage game routinely. Yeah. When you look at... When you look at a him or me scenario. Another ridiculous take. When has Rudy Gobert ever been that guy? You can criticize Rudy Gobert for a lot of things. But he is, he is the mistakes that Rudy Gobert has made chemistry-wise. By the way, another story. Who yeah. was first to report there were issues in the locker room? We were. And it absolutely was true. When we reported it then, when we report it now. Yeah. The mistakes that Rudy Gobert makes are out of desire. They are out of wanting to win. Those are the mistakes that Rudy Gobert makes. He doesn't make, you know, I'm just an asshole who is selfish. That's James not Harden. that's not Rudy Gobert. Yeah, he's not that kind of player. Rudy Gobert cares deeply about his career and his success and the success <laughs> of his team. He absolutely cares about it. Yeah. So he's not a guy that's like, oh, him or me. That's not who Rudy Gobert has ever been. He's never operated that way. So anyway, all of this to say, do some just simple math on rumors, right? Like, would Donovan Mitchell commit through the summer to then demand a trade after free agency's done? And, what are you even committing to? Like, what, yeah, what do you mean? Like, it, it what does just, that even mean, dude? It just It's not how Don has ever operated. The, yeah. That kind of... You don't put a gun to Ryan Smith's head and said, well, if you don't have a good free agency, period, we're out. How about that? that that's just not who Donovan Mitchell or his camp has ever been. Yeah. It, it's just, it's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, let's see. Um, Brandon Whiteside says, happy not happen. Imagine trying to move heaven and earth to make CJ McCallum happen until Don levels up his game. He needs to quit and get in the gym. Quit what, though? I don't yeah, know I what don't quit what. what you're getting at there. JK, good morning to you. He says, as crazy as it sounds, I'd love a trade of Conley plus stuff for Westbrook. Expiring contract and would bring toughness to a soft team, although Westbrook wouldn't be a fan. Yeah, the media and the fan base do, would never embrace no. Russell Westbrook. He's had a rough go in Salt Lake. Yes, he has. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you know. It just it is what it is, I guess. I don't know. Um, Eric and Raleigh says the Warriors can't possibly want Rudy. I would agree with that. Uh, Jeremy Bolton, good morning to you, my friend. By the way, new uh, new Alex Caruso story out today. You you cursed it. He tweeted, and it's hysterical. This is why I love Alex Caruso. Yeah. They tweeted a story about weed in Texas, and Alex Caruso tweeted the staring emoji. <laughs> Like, it's hysterical. The guy gets arrested with weed in his bag in Texas. They tweet a story about weed in Texas, and he, I mean, it's it's awesome. <coughs> it's awesome. Uh, Jesus Christ destroys atheism. What's up, my man? Good to see you. He says, I don't think Utah is going to make a deal with Golden State for Rudy, but they would get the better end of the deal because the proposed trade that's been reported a lot would be Andrew Wiggins, who, by the way, He'll never be this Andrew Wiggins again. I want to make sure we're all clear on I that. I would agree with that. He will never be this guy again. Most likely Looney, not Wiseman, but Looney and Otto Porter as well as a couple of picks. It makes no sense for the Jazz to acquire Andrew Wiggins and Otto Porter. No. And Kavon Looney. No. By the way, 
Kevon Looney won you a playoff game doing what? Scoring. Scoring points. Getting key rebounds. Playing really good defense on Luka. So my point is, you're, you're not giving up. Think about what that would entail for the Golden State Warriors. Well, we're going to get Rudy Gobert and we're going to give up like a pile of depth players. Yeah. Andrew Wiggins, A, you cannot afford him. Yeah. B, he's vital to their team. And C, Rudy Gobert fits no bill that they currently need filled. None whatsoever. So, by the way, I'd also point out you'd have to have a third team involved in that trade because both teams are salary strapped. So it would be very difficult to make a head up. Well, you got us one player. We'll give you 11 of our guys. <laughs> we'll throw in Clay's old knee ligament too. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense yeah. at all. Teddy Wayman says, I think Bogey Conley and Royce are for sure going to be traded. Utah needs some picks in this draft. I, I don't know that you're going to be able to trade into a significant position in this draft. And again, from what I understand, that's not the focus the Jazz have. The Jazz are not focused on acquiring, you know, a lottery pick in this draft or yeah. even like because what when you trade a human being for a draft pick, you have to fill that roster spot. Yeah. So does it help you? Sure it does. It gives you draft capital and it gives you a roster spot to make another trade. And it opens up a salary slot. Okay, I, I get that. But when you look at the Jazz getting draft picks here, I mean, you can look at Azubuki, you can look at Trent Forrest, you can look at Jared Butler. Quinn Snyder, who's going to be your head coach, has historically not played young guys. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to win a championship, point me to the championship team who contended with super young players in the lineup. Because right now, you're looking at a team in Golden State that's got rural quality young guys. Memphis, I would say, is the only one that's even remotely close to that model. But Memphis, all their young guys now are third-year players. Yeah. So is if we're on this, the beating. if we're on this Donovan Mitchell train, Donovan's not going to lose for three years the way Memphis did. Yeah. Like Memphis, terrible playoff team. Now they're they're they were an elite team. Jaw gets hurt, they go out. Yeah. So they're pointing in the right direction, but they're not a championship contender right now. Yeah. They're not. So you don't do that playing young guys. If you look at the Warriors build, the Warriors have Clay and Steph and Dre, who they drafted. Those are it, it, their yeah, guys. Dude. Yeah. But they suffered. And they developed them too, man. They, like they won rings, right? Clay got hurt. Katie got hurt. They suffered for two years. Yeah. But before that, they developed Clay, Steph, and Dre. That didn't just happen overnight. Yeah. Steph's handle didn't just happen overnight. His body. Draymond, yeah, his body didn't Dude, happen overnight. His ankles didn't happen overnight. Bro, people don't understand how, how like, yoked Steph Curry is because he's on TV. You can't really see it, but when you're in person, he is jacked. Do Dude. you know the work that goes into developing a player? And, and by the way, I would just ask you, who's the last player the Jazz took from young guy and developed him into a stud? Who's that guy? I don't think they have one. I don't think they have one in recent memory. Donovan Mitchell's the closest thing, and he ain't, he ain't even there yet. So we'll see. Just, just think through that. 
when when you start when we start throwing out trade rumors, and this is why we don't do it on this show. We don't say, well, they're going to trade this guy for that guy and this dude and his testicles. Like, we we just don't do Jimbo, that. I don't know what you're talking about. Because that, that, I mean, it never. There's no upside. It's not to productive it at all. Cody Strickland, good morning to you. Any update on Putin? Tired of news channels. At least you guys are fun to listen to than Fox or CNN. Like I can't. We turned on CNN this morning, Dude. and I I can't do it. Like the the list of the the, uh, the <coughs> this family and the story of uh, no I'm fine I'm fine yeah no give me Mitch McConnell talking about why he won't pass a background check or even have a vote on a background check yeah that's what I need uh, Rudy Sanchez says I did see Brickley shouting out Mitchell yesterday yeah well I mean Donovan you know he doesn't want you know, he doesn't work he's no D Donovan yeah like it, he, he works with the best skills coach in the NBA. Yeah. Who's got more all-stars and playoff guys than any other skills coach. Mm-hmm. And Chris Brickley and his crew. Uh, so it feels like Mitchell is ready to put in the work again. Don's a worker. Don's already working. He's been putting in the work, I mean, dude. It, it just takes time. These guys don't take time off. If you look at Rudy Gobert, Rudy Gobert, and I don't remember where he is, but he's on an island in a boat, and he's squatting. He's putting up pictures and videos of himself working out. And then on the beach and on a boat and eating great food. And these guys don't take time off. No. They find different ways to to work out. They check in and they check out of basketball. They're always working out, though. Yeah. Uh, Funky Orient says, just asking because none of uh, this raised. I missed your first question. I must have. Um, He says, should Donovan lose a few pounds? I saw a Panini card that he is a Panini card. A player card? Oh, oh you, I know what you mean. Okay, I saw a Panini card that he is 215 for 6'1". He is a thick, muscular dude. He is. So we can't, like, we've got to stop with the BMI stuff mm-hmm. in this game as well. His weight is, like, Luca's weight's a problem because of how his body's constructed. Don's got to get flexibility. He doesn't need to lose weight. He's got to get flexible. If he was having knee and ankle problems, I'd be like, yeah, this is a problem. If he was fat-ass Zion Williamson, I'd be like, yeah, he's got to lose weight. Mm-hmm. He, need, he needs flexibility. He needs dexterity. That's what and he needs. He needs stronger legs. Like- yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cody Strickland says, I remember when I first watched you guys, I was like, these bums don't know crap. Then I noticed you guys were right most of the time, so I subscribed as number 250. Really? You were subscriber 250. You're the you're a stud, Cody. Mr. E says, Amen, Jesus Christ destroys atheism. Uh, just remember, real discrimination can come from all cultures towards others. True facts. Yeah. Well, I mean, we've seen in the last six, eight weeks, uh, we have seen black people targeted. We have seen children targeted. We have seen Asians targeted. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is not, yeah, no. JK says, uh, good morning. I already read that one. Uh, Brandon Whiteside, Tanner Plummer, Monty, you're trying to get into RSL. Good for you. I know it's difficult because I'll admit MLS is the most exciting soccer league and isn't the most exciting soccer league (laughs) in the world, but kudos to you for making an effort. I'm trying, man. I'm trying. JJ, oh, hey, comment dump. Comment dump. Um, let's see. I appreciate all your comments. 
Uh, John Jackson, good morning to love hearing the growth and change in the show. Been listening since August last year. I really enjoy watching. I'm not on TikTok or Twitter. Does that hurt your feelings? It does, man. It makes me cry. We're going to be doing a lot more with TikTok. We are. I agree. It's really Jake or Monty. Kawhi laugh plays. Ha ha ha. Yeah, exactly. The Kawhi Kawhi laugh is amazing. Justin Solace. My bro. What's up, Justin? He says, how do you fellas feel about F1? Drive to Survive got That's me super so interested funny. in it. We were just we were talking just, about it this morning. F1's lost me a little bit this year. This new car has been such a turnoff. Last year, I watched every race every weekend. This Every year, minute of every race. Haven't watched a damn race yet. Following and, it on Instagram. And granted, we're traveling a lot more. We're back out. We're, you know, we've got the Jeep. We're taking the Jeep out. We've been yeah. in Moab. We're going to the Tetons. Like, we're spending our weekends doing things because finally this damn thing is over with which we're going to talk about that we can't talk about the arm and stuff uh but like we're going out and doing things so it's harder to watch f1 but this new this new car in f1 has been a complete turnoff the new car combined with the money cap on f1 is and by the way the way they stole the championship from lewis last year was a complete (laughs) turnoff it was the fucking buck tooth horse face getting handed a championship prick Anyway, um, the cops had guns uh, and exchanged fire with the shooter, but let him go into the school without following because they were. Oh, don't don't start, please. Yeah, James please. Knight says so. You get info from a jazz guy, Monty, but isn't that con- concerning that the jazz leak info out so you can go public? It's not because that's how the industry works. That's how, that's how the sports world goes round and yeah. round. Well, how do you think Woj even has a job? I mean. The problem that, that I think the problem that people have is that the local guys don't have information. I mean, they, with all due respect to the local folks, like if you read the Sarah Todd's, the Salt Lake Tribune guy, Eric Walden is, I mean, and I don't know Andy Larson personally. Somebody asked me if I hated Andy Larson the other day. I don't hate Andy Larson. I don't know Andy Larson. His work is brutal. His quality, Andy Larson's quality of product is brutal. Mm-hmm. It, I mean, it is, I read a ton of NBA beat writers on a pretty much daily basis. I consume somebody's work. His work is routinely at the bottom of the NBA. And the mistakes that he made and has made over the last two years are unforgivable. And he is the main beat writer. And the thing, the, the thing main you have to guy. understand, the thing you have to understand about the local group is that they all are together all the time. I mean, they're literally, you know, you've got Tony Jones, Sarah Todd, Eric Walden, and Andy Larson. That group is together all the time. Anytime the Jazz are on the road, those folks are together. Like anytime, I mean, anytime they're playing, they're together. And, and they're and, not, but understand, they're not bad people. No, they're not. And it needs to be said, they're they're great people. But I I think here's the thing: the art of the great beat reporter is lost. Yes, like the it is. art of 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 respected, plugged in beat reporters lost because I, I think social no media has completely changed. The way that the sports game is played. But it doesn't mean that the beat reporter had to die. It's not one of those things where social media made the beat reporter go but extinct. I like, think the beat reporter went extinct mainly because newspapers are so poorly funded. Journalism is so poorly funded in this country. Do you think that that I th- so I think it's actually I don't disagree with that, but I think it's more of a function of dudes don't want to use social media to to beat report. You know, they no, don't you know what I mean? I like totally they, disagree with you. With all due respect. My wife just walked in. She's very pretty. 
She looks very he's, nice. He's trying her. to save himself from yesterday. What what the fuck did I do yesterday? I don't know. What? A, a guy is entitled to get a hooker. Oh, Jesus. Oh, oh. Anyway, the point is, <laughs> that's a total, I did, that was a joke. I did not get a hooker. It's internal. Not yesterday. <laughs> not yesterday anyway. Not yes. That was last week. Anyway, um, we're, we're, oh, I, the beat reporter changed because newspapers don't fund guys. Mm-hmm. Why is Tony Jones at the Athletic and not at the Salt Lake Tribune It's a great point. Yeah. Because newspapers are not well-funded. Journalism, it's, and again, I'm not trying to be a hater. It's why Andy Larson has a job. Mm-hmm. Because that's who will take that job. Right? But if you look at where does, where does the best NBA information come from? ESPN. Yeah. And why is that? Because ESPN is a billion-dollar corporation that funds sports journalism. Yeah. That's why we don't fund. And unfortunately, because of Andy, I don't subscribe to the Salt Lake Tribune anymore. Mm -hmm. I don't, but it's because I just can't support that. And the issue is that people like, I mean, I read Sarah Todd on a pretty regular basis, but, you know, like I like Eric Walden to a certain extent, but the problem is these guys, they don't have a plethora of jobs. So if Eric Walden leaks a rumor or writes about a rumor or pisses off a jazz player to the like, and he gets fired, where's Eric Walden going? I don't know. Where's Andy Larson as a Salt Lake guy? Where's he going to go? Like there's not a dearth of jobs out there for guys that are beat writers in the NBA. So there's not a lot of money to be made. It makes it very difficult to make a living. Why do I not work in radio anymore? It's Man. not for lack of opportunity. Man. Man it's oh, man. not. I, I was just talking to a former colleague of mine last week, and she straight up said, Hey, you know, I I I know this, I know this guy in Miami who's looking for this and that. Do you want me to put in a I'm like, no, dude. I, I, why would I why would I go back and work for the man when we the podcast is doing phenomenal? And why why is it? Because we we have a financial model that works. It's untenable. I could not imagine going to my wife and saying, hey, I'm going to quit my job at Yelp where I make well north of six figures. I have great benefits. We have all kinds of autonomy and freedom. And I'm going to go back and and take a $60,000 talk show host job with very little benefit and zero job security. Yeah. Let me go ahead and do that. I'm not doing that. And that's the, that's the nature of the sports industry right now for those people that are still in radio. And I, I, it's impossible. And it's why, frankly, and I don't know how we're back on talking about how shitty radio is in Salt Lake City, but it's why, <laughs> like, you flip on Spence yesterday. Like, I went to pick up the Jeep yesterday. Finally, the Jeep was ready. I pick up the Jeep. I'm stuck in rush hour traffic. And I get... Brian Dunseth for 40 minutes and you flip on 1280 and 97.5 and I get guys that don't know the jazz that we're talking about nothing in particular. Like at least I can listen to Spence and I can hear five minutes of an interview with an RSL guy before I flip on Sirius uh, XM and listen to Howard. See, and that's the that's the problem for the local folks. That's because that's the problem. It's not a problem. You know what the problem is? Your content sucks. Yeah, you're not interesting. You're not funny. You're not 
compelling. You're not doing anything to keep me from flipping the dial because what happens when I flip the dial? I don't buy dick pills from the guy who advertises on 1280, mm-hmm. right? Like, I, I, you know what the, the best part about flipping around yesterday? I heard Ryan from the Dish Pros, and it was amazing. Like, it was a local guy that I actually can connect with. I'm a Dish Pros customer. And it was like, oh, before he even said it, I was like, 801-424-DISH. Like, it was that thing that felt good. Yeah. Right? I, I mean, to me, the problem is not that it's radio. No. The problem is the content sucks. Yeah, the format's not the issue. The format is absolutely not the issue. Yeah, but you know the what issue. the issue is? Local radio companies don't pay people. Yeah. And in Salt Lake City, I will just again say... The problem is the church owns the biggest deals in radio here. They own KSL, who is the only news source on the radio, with all due respect to everybody else who tries. And by default, they own they own twelve eighty and ninety seven five. You know, like I I, so I I have not listened to the zone in it's been weeks. Like the last time that that Scotty G was ripping us on his show. Like guys were tweeting at us about it. And so I didn't ever hear it, but hey, I'm good. I with don't, it. but that's the thing. We don't need to hear it. That's the point. We don't need to hear it. Like, look, the, the, this thing, this thing right here behind you, Best of the Valley. When we were on the radio in Phoenix, we won an award as a speck of sand compared at to a an terrible ESPN. radio station. Like a crap station, dude. We won that award. People voted for us. Like, that's what I think that that's what's so frustrating about it. And be, that's it, just be interesting. Yeah. Be you like know? the show that I can hear every single day. If I want to listen to it is there's actually two um, Ben Anderson um, and Jake Scott. And then I can listen to Spence on a, uh, uh, the last hour of Spence. I can listen to the 5 PM hour of Spence, mm-hmm. but I almost always on Spence's show wind up hearing RSL and I just, I can't do it. Yeah, I can't. And the problem is like I turn on Ben Anderson and I want jazz from those guys. That's what I want. I want NBA and jazz and I almost never get that. Mm -hmm. And so the time and I can listen from 10 to 11 usually is the time that I can listen to Jake and Ben. And I almost never get NBA in that hour. I, I get odd, weird stuff. And like with all due respect to Jake Scott, like, Dude, I just want to hear you talk jazz. I like the the NFL. They were talking NFL or something the other day, and I listened for like three minutes, and I was like, "This is not at all interesting to me." Like, if I want NFL, I'm turning on Sirius XM NFL. And the other problem is the fucking phone is the other problem for local radio. Do you understand that I can listen to any radio station in the country? So what do I listen to instead of Spence? Right. Instead of Spence, what was I listening to yesterday? I had Howard on for 10 minutes, and it was something I had already heard. Uh, me and Mrs. Monty were driving somewhere the other day, and I can't remember what Howard was talking about, but he was talking about the same thing yesterday. A guy had died, and so we were, we were talking about the same thing yesterday. And so I flipped on the score in Chicago yesterday through my phone. I plugged it into the Jeep streamed it through my radio and I was listening to the score in Chicago talk about the Cubs, which is great for me. I want to talk Cubs baseball. I want to talk, you know, like, and the game was that there was something else on. I want to say it was a game yesterday. So I flipped over to NBA radio 
And then I flipped over to, there's a new show on um, Carlin and Canty on ESPN Radio. Mm -hmm. So I flipped on ESPN Radio on Sirius XM, and I was listening to that for 10 minutes. So, like, I can get anything I want. Like, I was listening to Paul Feinbaum's podcast the other day talking about Nick Saban and and Jimbo Fisher. (laughs) You know, like, uh, I can get what I want. If you're doing fucking local radio, be local. Yeah. Like, give me, with all expense. And if anybody wants to sp- send this suspense check, it's please do. Guy, I love listening to your show when you will talk NBA. You're, you're, he does a segment, NBA something, on a daily basis. That is the best segment in local radio. Mm-hmm. NBA Daily Assist. Yeah. When they do the NBA Daily Assist on, on Spence's show, I'll listen every single day. Yeah. I don't know what time that is exactly because I wind up hearing the rerun. But there, when they tweet it, I go and listen to that. I follow ESPN 700 on Twitter. So during the day, if I happen to look at Twitter and I see it, I will listen to it. But Spence, please shorten your RSL segment. Yeah. It just, it, it makes me turn the radio off, man. Like, it, and I know that that's the home of RSL. I totally understand why they have to do it. And I don't turn it off most times the first five minutes. I turn it off when we wind up 20 minutes, 30 minutes, yeah, I'll flip and much. then I come back and they're still yesterday. Like I'm stuck in terrible traffic on the 15 yesterday, right? Traffic, you were driving with me. Yep. Like we were in two different cars, so we couldn't take we the carpool lane. the Jeep. Yeah, so Jake's driving the Audi, I'm driving the Jeep, right? We're stuck in terrible traffic. Yeah. So like I'm in the car for that 40 minute segment and I only got Brian Dunseth talking at uh, it talking didn't even, Dude, it didn't even cross my hemisphere to turn on any of the local radio stations. I was listening to Howard that whole drive home. Like and all I want is local sports. I want like I want jazz. I want NBA. I want Spence Checkett's talking to me about the the Warriors and the in the Mavs. I think here's what I That's what I this want. This is where I always get to with local radio and this is not just Salt Lake. This is everywhere. I I local guys don't realize the advantage they could create if they would just embrace the brand, which would be, hey, I'm in Salt Lake. I know the stack of teams here this time of year because the stack changes depending on if it's football season or not. (laughs) So right now, heading into June, Jazz would be number one in my opinion if I'm doing a local radio show. Jazz is one. I definitely got to sprinkle some RSL in, so I will – and then I gotta find a football angle on Utah or BYU, and and if you're if you're Spence Checkets, it's more Utah than BYU. So to me, I don't even need you to be an expert. I don't need you to be a beat writer. No, I need you to give me it one opinion every day for 15 minutes and a I'll good run it back opinion, and then run it back every hour, once an hour. Your strong take on the Jazz today. That's all you have to do. It's not like I'm not trying to dumb it down, but I feel like it is a really easy thing. Just bring that. And I get that tape. from Spence, but the, 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 I don't know why I'm critiquing Spence Chuckett's radio because show you know, today because nobody you know gives why, a damn. You know why we're doing it? You know why we always end up here? Because nobody delivers on on what people want. That's I would agree the reason with that. our show is having success. Because we come here, and whether you hate what we say or you love what we say, you know you're getting something. Yeah, you know what you're going to get from like, us. You know you're going to get the strong opinion or. You know, like, you know, you're going to get the raunchy sex conversation later in the show or like, you know what, you know what the show is. Like yeah. you have some stability. You know on. what you're getting in this show. The 90 minutes we do this show every day, you know what we're and, getting. And that's my thing with, with local guys. Not again, not just here everywhere. Yeah. Like, like be reliable. It's not about whether they agree with you have a take. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, real quick, Western Conference Finals, because uh, I know we're way over. Uh, but Western Conference Finals last night. Are you? I'm not at all worried about the Golden State Nothing Warriors. Nothing last night was surprising. No. So last night was desperation out of the Mavericks. What did you expect them to do? Did you expect them to come out and not have a great performance? They were getting eliminated last night. I would have expected Reggie to make all those threes. I would have expected Luka yes. to come out and perform. I wouldn't have expected the leak in the roof that was low cash and completely <laughs> ruined the game. I wouldn't have expected they that. Ha- but they're getting, and because yesterday was just a terrible day in the state of Texas, they're getting historic rain in Texas right now. I'm, like, sure, it they, is, I'm sure they are. But, but but this building is older now. I think it's 20 years old. You know what I'm going to say. And there's a hole in the roof you know what I'm last night. And it leaked all over the fans. It leaked on the corner of the floor. Be and, better, dude. Yeah. Fix your roof in the offseason. Mark Cuban, you're a billionaire. Be better. And, but the arena renovation or maintenance is not his issue. So anyway, yeah, well, anyway, whatever. anyway. I'm not at all worried about Golden State. Please no. stop tripping and talking about how, like, I, I we're watching Sports Center this morning, and of course they're like, "Oh, Dallas is back in the series," and you know, like Vince Carter's like, "Oh, now you got to worry about Golden State choking." No, you. It's don't. the fucking vernal equinox. What are you talking about, yeah, Vince? Dude. Like, they're what not. I'm not at all worried about that. Yeah. I'm not at all worried about it. Talk to me if they lose. If they lose Game Five, okay. Talk yeah. To if me. you got to go back to Dallas, okay. Talk to me. I don't think that's gonna happen. Yeah. I, I really don't. It's funny. One of the guys I work with was asking me yesterday what he should bet on that game. And I said, I'd bet the first half for the the Jazz or excuse me, for the Mavs mm-hmm. because Golden State's a massive second half team. Yeah. Put your money on the first half for the, the Mavs to cover and take the Mavs to win the game. Yeah. He went Which the opposite exactly way. exactly what they did. He went the opposite way. He bet the Golden State Warriors in the second half and Golden State to win. Because here's the thing. Golden State had no – like, yeah, sure, they had incentive to win the game, of course, to go to the finals. Yeah. But but that's not how – you have to understand, like, NBA teams, they're not – like, they're going to they're gonna come to the to to the Chase Center and and be pumped and be amped, dude. Like, what? I, see, this shit happens to me all the time. So – I. City just sent me an email. Why? Like, they, do you even use that card? Not really. They doubled my credit. Like, I have so much credit with City. It's crazy, bro. I'm not mean to derail the show, but like, why are you? Why are you increasing my credit limit? I I spend about twenty bucks a month on an American Airlines card I have with Citibank because I'm an Amex customer, mm-hmm. and so you have to spend money on your credit card to, amongst other things, you need to have available credit that you use. And you keep it up to date so that your credit score remains high. Like yeah. I'm an 820. I, as of yesterday, I'm an 821 credit score. Mm-hmm. And it's because I use a, my credit everywhere I am. I have a crazy amount of available credit. Citibank decided to raise my credit by $37,000, apparently. Because I need $37,000 more in available hey, credit. Hey, man. It is what it is. All right. Um, Everybody's talking about MLS. Monty, would you go to a, a Real Salt Lake game with a bunch of listeners? Yes, I would. Yes, I would do that. Yeah, if you want. I'm sure the game in person's fun as hell. If you guys want to do that, let's do it. Let's put a. Uh, I'll buy everybody beer, man. If you're the drinking kind, if not, I will buy you white bread and water. I'm, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever you know. He's a brilliant guy. Uh, you know, whatever it takes. Yeah, I would go to an RSL game. I, I, I have no problem with that. Yeah. Uh, Eric C says MLS is growing, man. We'll get there one day, but it's going to take guys like Tanner who support their local team. 
I agree with that. He says, hey I give you props for being a local soccer fan, Tanner. The most casual sports fans are Americans that claim to be diehard fans of European soccer teams. Listen, would Okay, there... so, and Eric and I have had quite the back and forth on soccer. Okay, so is that I, a jab? Yeah, I don't know if it's a jab, but I would like to point out that I have spent hardcore cash. I am an, uh, basically an equity owner in the Chelsea Supporters Club. Um, I have gone to... to London several times to see Chelsea. Like my wife We've won't been go. To Anfield. My You've wife been will to... not go to uh, yeah. the Chelsea match in Las Vegas this summer, so I cannot You're go. Like characterizing it as she um, won't go. I'm gonna go by myself. You two can just fucking sit here and pound sand. I don't care. I'll go by myself. <laughs> guys wow, are, Dave. Wow. You guys are jerks. But um, anyway, <laughs> the point is, uh, I'm a huge yeah, Chelsea football club fan. Uh, test me please but i want to like like trey fitzgerald is one of the first guys who ever i don't even know that trey fitzgerald knows this trey is one of the first guys who ever reached out to me when i was in salt lake city mm -hmm. um they were in the mls open cup i want to say in 2013 and you can even go back and stat check this i have no way to make this up i'm pretty sure they were in the open cup and he invited me to a game i did several shows with uh the late great will smith um, that morning when we were doing the morning show at 1320 K fan, the sports leader, uh, we did our show from Rio Tinto, bro. Brit, you got to say it. My, Mrs. Monty has a funny way of saying Rio Tinto. Say it. Rio Tinto. Thank you. You can put the mic down now. Um, <laughs> but we did several Take of our, you clap yeah, and Jezebel. exactly. We did several of our shows there. Like I, I, I don't dislike RSL. It's hard for me to watch it. Okay, is um, there – I need to understand this. So, in the comments, is there actually that much of an appetite for RSL? Like, are, are we sitting here saying that, that most of the people who listen every day want RSL talk? Uh, are we saying that? I, I would – Jeremy Bolton's not. What's Jeremy Bolton saying? Though I'd rather watch Caruso put up 0 0.004 points <laughs> and one rebound per against the – against the Cleveland Browns, then go watch soccer. <laughs> First of all, I would point out that every everybody who hates soccer should go to a soccer match in England because mm -hmm. it will change you. There's we, no doubt it's different over the there. The single greatest sporting event I have ever been to was with my good friend Wayne Scholes, who, is a, who has a skybox at um, Anfield, who gave me tickets. Jake and I flew over there to watch Chelsea and Liverpool, uh, Liverpool at Anfield. In the infamous Steven Gerrard slip game where Demba Ba took the ball down, scored, and cost Liverpool a championship. The infamous park the bus game. It was, a, yeah, <laughs> where Jose parked the bus on Liverpool. It was amazing. Mrs. Monty and I were at the celebration against Liverpool at Stamford Bridge in 2015, I believe, when Chelsea won, won the, the EPL championship. Yeah. Like, it's amazing to go and see that stuff. To be around that fan base, to be around those guys, it's remarkable. It is truly remarkable. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, in Salt Lake County and Utah County, there is an appetite for RSL. Sadly, more than 60% of the state of Utah doesn't know RSL exists. I would agree with that. Yeah. I would agree with that. Yeah. Okay, so should we get heavy or should we skip it? Let's skip it. I'm not. I, it's 43 already. Let's Let's just skip it. Yeah, let's skip it. This is all I'm going to say about the Texas shooting yesterday. At some point, we have to do something other than nothing. And 
if you vote for Mike Lee, you are co-signing on the murders that happened in Texas yesterday. Yeah. Mike Lee has routinely worked against curbing mass shootings and gun violence. And every day on this show, I'm going to tell you to vote for Evan McMullen. If you are in Utah and you are, and please vote, I'm begging you to vote. Mike Lee at every turn has supported Russia and has supported gun violence is the only way I, from suppressors to background checks to assault rifles to ammunition. Mike Lee says he does not support bans on suppressors, which it, it, you know them as silencers. They're properly called suppressors because they suppress flash and sound. He has routinely been against bans on suppressors because he says that's not in the spirit of hunting. Mm-hmm. That hunters need suppressors on their rifles. What the fuck are you talking about? 19 kids in Texas died yesterday because of guys like Mike Lee. And if you vote for Mike Lee, I don't want you to vote to, to watch this show. I am asking you, if you vote for Mike Lee, never come back here. Yeah. Never listen to my podcast. Yeah. Never watch our show. Because I don't want you here. Do not follow me on social media because I don't want you here. Yeah. Mike Lee is anti-American. He is not what Utah is. He is not who represents me. He's not. Evan McMullen can represent me. Mitt Romney can represent me. I don't agree with much of what the Mitster says or does, but he cares about human beings. Yeah. Which there's not much of that in the world right now. Mike Lee doesn't give a shit about you. Yeah. He does not care if your kids die in a school shooting. Because what's going to happen at some point? What's going to happen when gun violence again rears its ugly head in this town? Because if you think we haven't had it, we've had it. If you think I was in Oakland when one of the worst mass shootings in the history of this country took place. It changes your DNA. And if you can't get behind background checks with which Mike Lee is wholeheartedly against there. And I agree with what Steve Kerr said. There is a background check bill two years old sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk, which he has refused to put up for a vote because much like Mike Lee, Mitch McConnell takes money from the gun lobby. Mm-hmm. Mike Lee takes money from the gun lobby. Mm-hmm. It's public record. Mm-hmm. If you vote for Mike Lee, you are voting for, for mass shootings. <clears throat> you just are. Yeah. And is it lost on everybody that in the state of Texas, you are perfectly willing to protect a child's life through abortion bans but you are not willing to protect a child's life in a school shooting. Yeah, so go ahead and have your kids, but we're not we're not going to give you any way for them to survive. It's Which fine. is fine because they're going to get murdered in your state anyway. And then we're going to get paid to do it, just so you know. It's remarkable to me that politicians have... You want to talk about the Jazz having no accountability. Who's gangster enough to walk up to Mike Lee and ask him about this? Nobody. Nobody will do it. Nobody will do it. Nobody, and I'm fucking tired of hearing thoughts and prayers. LeBron James, you're a fraud. Yeah. LeBron James tweeting about somebody's got to do something. How about you, dude? Yeah. How about you? Yeah. You're one of the most influential men in this country, LeBron. 
Stop tweeting and then go ride your bike at the back of a BLM march or that summer in Los Angeles. I don't want you on your bike at the back. I want you standing up front talking. Take your millions and billions of dollars and do something. Ryan Smith, the owner of the Jazz, tweeting at Steve Kerr and saying, yes, Steve, spot on. Well, guess what, Ryan Smith? You're one of the richest men in the country and in the world. You're more capable than Steve Kerr is. Just what so are you willing to do about it? Because I don't want your thoughts and prayers. Stop lobbing prayers at me. Stop lobbing God at me. Because God ain't stopping bullets. Yeah. Your yeah. fucking prayers aren't stopping kids. 19 of them are dead. Yeah. This guy walked into a fucking classroom yesterday, closed the door, and mowed 19 kids and two teachers down. Wearing body armor with multiple assault rifles. And you want to tell me you need that AR-15 for hunting, right? No, you don't. You don't. Yeah. Because, first of all, it was Sandy Hook, and those were all crisis actors. I got news for you. Those kids are dead. Yeah. Are they crisis actors in Texas now, too? When are we going to do something? When are we going to do something other than our thoughts and prayers? Okay, let's go get a brat. Time let's for have, baseball let's, practice. Let's have a moment of silence. It wasn't my kid. If it's your kid, are, are they crisis actors, too? Are you getting residuals on their crisis acting? I'm tired, man. I'm over it. Yeah. I'm over it. This is a godly town. I don't want to hear about God. The church isn't doing anything. Your nope. prayers aren't doing anything. What's the church doing? Your money, your action. Vote Mike Lee out of office. You want to protect your kids in Utah? How can any parent this morning send their kid to school and not be worried about it? Yeah. Because the next one's coming. There's going to be a copycat killer. Guarantee it. Not if. When. What if it's at your kid's school? Have you thought about that? How many how many parents and, and, and sisters and brothers are teachers on this show? Plenty. We know teachers. What if a gunman walks into your school? What if a gunman closes a door in your classroom? Thoughts and prayers. All right. Who, did anybody got the substitute teacher roster? Ours was murdered. Maybe Mike Lee can teach school tomorrow. You, you think I'm kidding. I'm not. Maybe the NRA can provide a teacher. I'm done with this shit. I'm over it. And you're going to keep voting for Mike Lee and his cool little signs in your yard. You put a sign for Mike Lee in your front yard and you are co-signing the murder of those 19 kids in Texas. Because that's what he's doing. And I hope it's uncomfortable for you to hear that. By the way, when, when, when you vote in the midterm and you vote for Mike Lee, you're voting against what's good for the children of Utah. And all we talk about, and this is where I'm fucking tired. All we talk about in this town is all kids and school and education. This is such a great place to raise a family. But yet you vote for Mike Lee. What's Mike Lee doing to make this a great place to raise your family? Thanks. I'm asking you, yesterday on the show, we talked about how the Russians are talking about bombing suburban Washington with nuclear weapons. Mike Lee has supported the Russians through his entire candidacy in his office mm -hmm. he's taken repeated trips there he has repeatedly gone against sanctions and his argument is well um you know it's a it, pork belly bill there's a bunch of stuff in that bill that i couldn't say it's because the democrats put those forward because no republican will 
No Republican will say no to the gun lobby. No Republican will say no to the NRA. Yeah. No Republican will say no to Glock or Remington or any of the ammo companies. Do you realize we have 40,000 people a year, 500 people a day in this country die on the wrong end of a bullet? Yeah. It's so many. What are you willing, what are you willing to do about it? And we wonder why we have a shortage of workers. We wonder why we have lower birth rates. We wonder, I don't know, maybe it's because we're, you know, killing people for no good reason. I, I don't know, man. I just don't know. How, how can... How can you keep saying that this would happen anywhere? I see the comments, this happens everywhere. It doesn't. This is a uniquely American problem. Yes. It does not happen in Europe on occasion, but it, it does not happen in Europe. It does not Don't happen in numbers, places like dude. Australia, like China, the, the entire Japan. Pacific Rim, Japan, yeah. New Zealand. You see these one-off once every three, four years. You see it every week in this country. And we're just not willing to do anything about it. And, and I, I see the other people who are pissed off. This is a sports show. Get the fuck out because I don't want you here. Yeah, I really don't care. If you, I don't if, want you yeah. here. If you're, I, I, I'm, I, I know that runs contrary to what we do, but if this is not upsetting to you that these 19 kids and two teachers are dead, that law enforcement officials put their lives on the line, and this fucking jerk was wearing body armor and he shot his grandmother and we're not willing to have open, honest conversations about mental health in this country. This kid was a high school student who now they're talking about how he couldn't even drive, shot his grandmother, took the car, drove it into a ditch at the school, walked into that school, closed the door and murdered all of those kids. Do we need to talk about why this is this has sports connections or why guys like LeBron could could help make change like yeah you're right it is a sports show and it has sports connections like ryan smith you need to do more than talk lebron you got to do more than talk i i i, I just i'm i don't the right thing to do here is to put in background checks the right thing to do here is to get back to you don't need an ar-15 nobody's coming to take your ar-15 but we're not going to sell any more of them it's that simple you don't need that to take down a buck you don't. And why, you're not why, using it for that. And by the way, why do we not have licenses? Why do we not have mandatory license checks in education every single year? You you can drive a car, but you got to have a license. You can murder 19 kids, but you don't have, have a license. Because licensing and training requires background checks. Oh, you have the Second Amendment right. There's not a fucking guy who wrote the Second Amendment who had any idea what a banana clip or an AR-15 was. Yeah. That's not why the Second Amendment was written. Yeah. Nope. Nobody's encroaching on your right to own guns. And nobody's saying they're trying to take guns away. Anyway. All right, let's end the show talking about Oreos and Ritz, Ritz crackers. Mm-hmm. Because frankly, I'm. I, it's really upsetting to me. Yeah, I I don't understand. Like, it's really upsetting I, to me. I, I guess now, like before the show, we were trying to find like some lighthearted topic to end the show with, but maybe maybe that's not what it is. Like maybe maybe it needs to be said. Like if you're really somebody in the comments saying like, hey, this is a sports show, I'm not here for this, then cool. Like like I think if you don't understand why this is such an important topic as far as sports is concerned, then you're just lost, man. Do you understand right now in this country? that it is easier to buy bullets than baby formula. 
Rachel Maddow was uh, all over social media last night having said that. It's easier to buy bullets than baby formula. Yeah. That you know should what? crush you. I'm trying to live life, and I'm not here for the mass murders. Yeah. Yeah, you're not if here you're not for caring, this talk. It, it, I'm not here in bro. life for your mass murders. Let's stop it. Stop it. But the thing is, is I don't. It, the the problem is, and the reality of our world is, I don't think the 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 bill is going to get passed. I don't think that that Republicans would would give in on that. And it, and it and it's really just a situation where it's like, all right, well, it, I mean, time to carry. Time to time to like. We have got to address the root causes of this stuff. And most of it is mental health. If you look at the Adam Lanzas of the world, the kid that, that perpetrated the Sandy Hook shooting, mentally disturbed. Yeah. You look at all you look at all this Gabby Giffords shooting in Arizona. You look at this this Islamic terrorist trying to murder the Bush family. Where was that? In Texas, because it's not hard to get a gun there. Right. I mean, you look at all of these situations, they're not black guys. They're not Latinos who who are murderers. What do they say? They're murderers and rapists and they're dirty criminals. But they're not the ones doing this. No nope. white guys. Yep. With mental health issues and resources. Yep. That are walking in the classrooms and killing kids. And we're not willing to do anything about we're it. We're more willing to regulate alcohol mm -hmm. than we are to regulate guns. You can get alcohol. You, it's harder to get alcohol than it uh, is Sean to get Marzinski, a gun 18 and bullets. To get 18 to get a gun, 21 to drink. Yeah, right? that makes sense. Makes Yeah, great sense. But yet Mitch McConnell wouldn't put a bill forward that made the legal age to own a gun 21 years old. Mm -hmm. Because look at this murder-suicide the other day. Wh where was that? I, it, it was here. It was in West Jordan or something, I think, where this 17-year-old girl was murdered by a 20-year-old man because she broke up with him he was in college. She was in high school. They break up. He's so upset about it. He says to her, well, hey, can we just, let's get together and just talk and end it in, on a good note. He put a bullet in her head and then shot himself. Like, my question is, why do we not, and I, and I, I say this every time this happens. If you commit a crime with a gun, mm -hmm. it's life in prison. No questions asked. Mm -hmm. If your gun is used, in a crime, you're you're you are equally responsible for that crime, mm -hmm. right? Like if you're if you are unwilling, if you are if you are an unlicensed gun owner and you are found to have you know ammunition or a, or a weapon, it, it should be a very stiff penalty. Mm -hmm. We cannot keep doing this, man. Like I I just don't I don't know, I don't know how else to say it. We cannot keep doing it. And again. I'm sorry that that upsets people, but the reality is we can't keep doing nothing. Yeah. And guys like Ryan Smith, like this is what infuriates me about him. Like he's a billionaire and we all, oh, we love our billionaires. What do they do with that money? What is the good of that money? If you're not willing to use, I work for a tech company. That's a billion dollar tech company. And I'm tired of getting the emails that are like, Hey, if you want to donate to these causes, I don't. Do something about it. I don't. Like, I, I, we've got to stop, like, lauding the billionaires who, what's George Soros going to do about 19 dead kids today? What's Jeff Bezos going to do about 19 dead kids today? Mm -hmm. What is Bill Gates going to do about 19 dead kids? Hey, Elon, fuck Twitter. Let's do something about the 19 dead kids in Texas.
Yeah. But Greg Abbott got his abortion law. You know, like, hey, cool. You mm -hmm. know, mm -hmm. we, we, we laud Donald Trump. There was this Harris poll that came out today. Donald Trump, the Trump companies, 100th, one of the least well-respected companies in the world. And yet we laud this guy. He's a billionaire. Like, I, I just can't. Yeah. I yeah, just man. can't do it. Anymore. I know it's eight o'clock and we got to go, but I'm going to talk about Oreos now because I want an Oreo, especially one that is wrapped in a Ritz cracker. Yeah. So Ritz and Oreo are partnering on, on this, this whole, you know, you're okay. What, what, what dude, what? you're, she is ruined. Do you understand this? What do you, do you mean? understand what you've done? Oh, I wrecked that thing, dude. I'm trying to talk about Ritz yeah. and Oreos, and you two fucks are on your on your oh on I thought your you, shoe oh, app I thought you trying to trying to win a shoe. Yeah, it's an Air Jordan One, dude. What do you what do you it's want an Air from Jordan the fuck? One, the heritage? The fuck? Are you kidding me? Here, let me let me play the music. That way, why? That way, that <laughs> way. Jake shut us down. What she, do you like? Are we? We're not going to talk about Ritz crackers. I talked about it. No, we're not, because you guys are buying shit. Like I talked about okay, it. You know, I, I, I was talking about it. You know, everybody that commented, I I intentionally did not read comments on the gun thing outside of a couple because I know it tends to get inflammatory. It does. You guys, totally I really, does. I really appreciate you being here. Yeah, I appreciate you. Um, I guess entertaining us on things like this. I mean, there's just no way to 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 dispute that it runs with sports, like. It does. I, I always love the, hey, this is a sports show. Yeah, you're right. It is a sports show. Like, this is a like this is a sports thing. Dudes in sports have the ability to influence people to help issues like this. And yes. I, 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 yes, yes. We talk about other things than sports. Yes, we do. <laughs> so uh, we appreciate you being here. Uh, and, yes, I was serious. If you guys want to go to an RSL match, let's figure it out. Anybody yeah. that it, 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 Tanner or anybody else DM me, let's get a group of 10 people and go to RSL. I'm, I, I am happy to do that. Um, yeah. You can play the music. Uh, we will be back tomorrow. Hopefully we will not be talking about another shooting. Uh, Eastern Conference Finals tonight. Um, I'm sure there will be another jazz rumor we can throw out there. Tomorrow we will talk about Oreo and Ritz crackers. Yeah, we'll talk about it for Because this tomorrow. thing's unbelievable yeah. what Oreo and Ritz did. Make sure you hit subscribe. Please, please follow me on TikTok. If you are not on TikTok, make a TikTok just to follow me. Yeah. And anybody, the, right now, the, the very first person, because I saw I have a couple of TikTok notifications, the very next person who send, who puts a note on my TikTok video that says, hey, I heard, I, I, I watched you on YouTube. Mm -hmm. Right now, send me a shirt. I'm going to send you a shirt. Do it. The Monty Show. M-O-N-T-Y, The Monty Show. Until tomorrow, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.